You're listening to media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. We are a multi-generational, Jesus-centered community of Scripture, faith, and grace located in Tallahassee, Florida, on the campus of Florida State University. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. We hope that the next few moments are a time when God speaks into your life by the power of His Holy Spirit about His Son, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who comes in order to die upon a cross so that we might be raised imperishable, speaking a language that he teaches us from the cross. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it was my third year at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis where I was doing my seminary training and I walked into the, this class on Hebrew poetry that was being taught by a professor who came to us from Brazil. Now, the way that this turned out was that Dr. Roos, my professor, had a little bit of a challenge communicating with us in English because English wasn't his first language and it was actually probably I think his third language or his fourth language and so every now and again he would come to a point where he had a little bit of a hard time explaining something to us explaining something to us a bunch of guys who only spoke English and about a topic which was ancient biblical Hebrew, which we could barely communicate in as well. And so what Dr. Roos did while he was teaching us was he would try to get us to understand what he was talking about by making these gestures, by miming things out for us. And then finally, where it seemed like we got the idea, he would flash this sort of sheepish, humble smile and say, see, you don't need to know Portuguese to understand the word of God. (laughs) Tonight, we're going to talk about some of those Hebrew words, particularly the Hebrew slash Aramaic words, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. Those words that even though you don't know Aramaic or Hebrew, you probably know what they mean. They're the opening lines of this psalm that we are talking about this evening. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani means my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Or perhaps a little bit more woodenly, it means God of mine, God of mine. Why for departed me? Those words are words that we understand. 
And those words were not words that were spoken first by Jesus from the cross. In fact, tonight, as we look at the words that Jesus says from the cross in the service of Tenebrae, you won't be hearing those words. They are only recorded by Matthew and Mark, and tonight we're reading from John. And if you were with us for Palm Sunday for the reading of the Passion there, we read from Luke, and so you still didn't get those words, but you know what they mean. You know that he said them from the cross, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Those words that he said, but those words that he didn't say first. In fact, Those words came from another boy from Bethlehem, King David, the king of Israel, who first penned those words down as a psalm, saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And the thing about those words is that we don't need Jesus in order to understand what they mean. We don't need Jesus in order to understand what it means when he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far away from me? What is going on? My God, my God, why have you left me? Why have you departed? We know that feeling. We know that understanding of crying out to God and saying, Why do you seem so far away in certain moments of my life? Why are there these moments in which I know that you exist, but it seems like you're so far away that you can't hear me? Why have you forsaken me? We don't need Jesus in order to understand those words at all, nor do we need Jesus in order to understand the other words that come tumbling out of David's mouth as he talks about the sort of embarrassing position that he's in. He's in this position in the psalm where he says, I know that you are there. I know that you are God. I know that you can hear me. And yet there seems to be no proof, no evidence evidence for me that I can look to and I can say, you are hearing me, you are responding to me, you are doing things in regards to the things that I am crying out to so often in our lives. We have that place where it seems like it would be just so much easier if we just said, I don't believe in that God. I don't believe in him and then my life will be easier because I won't be crying out to him anymore because I'll just say, I I don't believe in you. But that's not where David is. And that's not where many of us are. We instead are in this difficult position in our lives where we have to deal with that tension That tension that says, I know that you are there. I know that you took me from my mother's womb. I know that you brought me out into this world. I know that you exist. I know that you were there for generations of people before me. I know all of that. My heart beats with faith. And yet at the same time, there seems like there is a disconnect. And that disconnect makes me cry out. In these words that my heart knows by 
that by itself. These words, Eloi, Eloi, Lama, Sabachthani. It's a difficult place for us to be in to have this moment where we believe in God and yet also be in a moment where we recognize that not everything is set right. Not everything is perfect the way that it should be. And in fact, there are even people who mock us for that faith. David writes about the strong bulls of Bashan, a word picture that's supposed to bring forth the image of fat cows, of people that have fed themselves and gorged themselves on the riches of the land. That those people, those are the ones that are pointing and mocking at David. Those are the people that are saying, why do you believe in this God? What is your deal? Why is there anything here that you are confessing? And it leaves us in this sort of deep pit where we say, I don't know. I just have these words. I just have this faith. Because you see, all of the first part of this psalm are all our words. They're all our words. They're all words that we can recognize on our own as coming from our human existence. They are not something that we need Jesus in order to understand. We just need to live life. Whether we believe in Jesus or not, everyone on the planet goes through the emotions of the first part of this psalm. But it's the second part of the psalm that makes a difference. The second part where David cries out in a plea to God and asks him not to be far from him, not to depart from him, but rather he says, Come near to me. He says, but you, O Lord, do not be far off. O you, my help, come quickly to my aid. And that is the moment in which Jesus steps in. That is the moment in which we understand what is happening on this cross. Because Jesus came into our world in order to learn our language. Jesus came into our world so that he could learn what it meant for David to cry out, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. 
the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, who before the moment of his incarnation, before the moment that he was born into our human world as a little baby, never knew anything like separation from God, never knew anything like being forsaken from God. What he had to do was he had to experience our world experience this world that is broken with our sins and the sins of other people experience our world in which things seem so far away from God that it seems like we're speaking a different language he came into our world so that he could learn our language and so that he could begin to to teach us how to speak something new so that he could begin to teach us how to speak in a new way, in a way that the psalm begins to echo over and over again. It begins to, he talks about going to his brothers and telling them about the goodness of the Lord, going to his friends and talking in the congregation about how great God is. He comes and he tries to teach us that. He tries to teach us how to speak that language. But like my class and I, well, we just weren't getting it. And so what he did, in order to teach us the language of his greatness, in order to teach us the language of his forgiveness, in order to teach us the language of his grace, in order to teach us the language of the gospel, instead of just speaking words to us, he gestured. There upon the cross. So that we could learn that language. So that he could look at us from his cross. And say, see, you don't need to know Aramaic to understand the word of God. You just need to look at me here crucified for you so that I might take away your sins and grant you everlasting life. Amen. Thank you for listening to this media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. If you would like to financially support more media from University Lutheran, please visit our website and click the Give Now button, which will enable you to engage in the Christian discipline of giving tithes and offerings to God through His church. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift up his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Oh, Lord,